Hang on, we're on. <laughs> the red light. Could have been embarrassing there. It could have been. Talking before it starts. So, well, here we are, the Big Ten, which you think Gosh. is quite important, don't you, double Steve? Figures. So, double coming. figures. I think the big, this is the landmark where people tell us, do they want us to carry on? Or shut the fuck up. Or just, you know. Yeah. Well, you said this right at the beginning, we'll have a look at after 10. You never really clarified what we were going to look at after 10. Well, thankfully I didn't, because I think it's changed <laughs> about 10 times since. Um, but no, the Big Ten. Dennis Burkamp, eat your heart out. Big Ten. Why? What, what, what's Dennis? It's just whenever I think of number 10, that's the oh, first... Uh... <laughs> so that was in number. Right. So, first things first. Obviously, Steve's here. Do you recognise the dulcet tones of... Hello, it's Richard. Richard's back. First returner. Mm. Sure, I could have put a double entendre in there, but I've missed it, so we'll move we'll on. Think of something. Thank you very much for coming back, Rich. <laughs> we get again because, of course, it, we now. I mean, we'll obviously be talking about the um, Saints, and I mean, let's be honest. I mean, actually, worse, more shite than Daisy's fittest men in the Prem. Yeah, well, I mean, I, even I, even I, the superficiality of looks is better than God. But is it? Because she's got Erlen Harlan in there, who is obviously um, Shrek's ugly brother, on the grounds <laughs> that he is rich, and that's not quite the same as good beauty, looking, I would argue. Beauty is in the eye of the bank balance, uh, rich, well-known Is he the powerful. most kind of Nordic-looking... He looks like he would be fine in Vikings. Uh, if what? he turned up, you wouldn't think there's Harland. Oh, yeah. Think. You're thinking of Beowulf, aren't you? Think of that scene. Yeah, the the monster. I think he Grendel. walks around his he mansion. You're thinking like in that tent, you thought, I bet you were there, okay, I wouldn't mind being in that tent with Beowulf. You're a pervert, yeah, Steve. No, have you, have, have you seen what he's getting paid? <laughs> Oof, Beowulf or Halland? I don't think Beowulf got a lot I'm of money. I'm surprised they're not doing better, because I would have thought good-looking people, thick, athletic, I would have thought there were loads of them. Uh, it is Actually, hers is... Shallow, I you, your team doesn't look that bad. But anyway, we're, we're getting ahead of ourselves, as always. I'll talk you through it. I'll first explain. things first, mm. weekends. How was... Well, I think we can start with Rich, because I know a little bit about Rich's weekend, and he was quite cagey about it on Monday. <laughs> uh, uh, I think uh, there's a bit more to it hear. About it fittingly feels Rich. like your weekends are quite biblical. Yeah, Rich yeah. Rich has got a done of Harry. Where, where were you at the I weekend? I was in, in Ibiza. Nice. For the, um, for the, there were several closing parties there, none of which I quite managed to get to. What? Uh, there were eight of us, and we hadn't realised that things like digestibles, edibles, vapes were all legal over there. Are they? Yeah. Oh shit! Yes, fucking dangerous. Going there. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely never going there. I'm still recovering. I'm now quite impressed that you've come along last minute today. <laughs> because we should stress, <laughs> Harry has missed the Big Ten. We should actually. You're right. Should we do the quick Harry's apology? I mean, laughably, Harry has promised to phone in at some point during the podcast from a pub in um, <laughs> Scouseland. As we all switch our phone on to silence. Yeah, so, yeah, exactly. So Harry's basically gone bin dipping. And it did occur to me on the way down here, because I was listening to last week's update on Harry's employment status. Because Harry's decided to take the whole of October off. Of course, therefore, he's allowed to go to a Liverpool match as a Liverpool sport because he's unemployed. And, of course, that's quite that's a strict a rule. It? I think it's, yeah, sign on is yeah. a song that he's singing. <laughs> That we sing to the <laughs> Scousers whenever they come down. And they love it. They love being to the tune of, you never walk alone. You'll never get a job, sign on. And they love it. They applaud they do, it. Yeah. They love us That's Chelsea boys over there. So Harry's got, he's, he's binned us and gone bin dipping up in Scouseland for the, who are they playing? I have no idea. Oh, no. 
in that year, that it's competition like a, that no one pot. cares about. Yeah, no it's Thursday night. Everyone, Unless Chelsea's in a competition, it, that competition ceases to have any actual value whatsoever. Everyone's watching Channel 5. No, no, no one's watching. No one's watching. So Harry's might phone in. I mean, the chances of that... Well, we'll try, shall we? We'll text him appropriately and see if we can get him in a pub in Liverpool. What his weekend was like, actually, because he failed to show for football, didn't he? He failed football because he felt a bit under the weather. That's right. He, mm. made, he, was, he was coming at four o'clock. Because he was told. He had to say yes because he just didn't turn up the week before. Said he was coming at four o'clock. Then at half past seven, this game starts at eight. So actually, he's still feeling a bit under the weather. There had been no mention of feeling under the weather at four. <laughs> It just it has that ring of a transfer deadline day player trying to sneak through at the last minute. Yeah, you see, he put his transfer request in right at the end. Poor old Harry, not here to defend himself, but then that is actually his fault. So suck it up, Harry. Um, How are your weekends, gentlemen? No, 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 no. We haven't got it <laughs> finished with you. So on the Edible, so what can you remember? Um, it's a very nice place. It's, um, there were just lots of bizarre scenes at one point. I didn't actually see it, but someone was trying to drive up a, a hill on a scooter and their false leg kept falling off. <laughs> sort of bizarre things like Was that, that one of your group? No, fortunately not. And there did it actually just, happen or did somebody no, think happened, they saw it? it? Happened. There were a lot of club casualties around the and a lot of people who were obviously had been um, caning it quite half a year. Did he get to the top of the hill and then get signed by Chelsea? <laughs> <laughs> For £80 million. <laughs> definitely sounds like a striker. Jackson, <laughs> Jesus. We won't he go couldn't, there. yes. Okay, so that's that's all you're prepared to admit to. Uh, yes, I think so at this well, stage. I don't want to uh, compromise. If any we of trigger, the friends I was there have a kind of flashback. Just okay. put, put your hand up. <laughs> come into. Oh, that reminds me. Me and a lilo. Oh, um, excessive. And Steve, did you have a good weekend? Actually, you didn't have a good. I weekend, didn't. Did no, you? it was all. It was all. Yeah. London. Was it me or was? I, I don't want to stress too much that London was at a standstill, but there was more than one reason. From the storm to marches, working and trying to keep a time schedule. As you know, I missed the Chelsea game. I do know that. I was sort of sorry for you then glad, funnily enough, after the second half. But yeah, no, we struggled. Rufus and I made it, but we casually walked up to Hampstead Heath Overground because that takes you straight to Imperial Wharf. And it was bizarre. It was saying the trains were on time, but all the gates were locked. Apparently, it wasn't anything to do with flooding. All the march, it was actually there was something on the overhead, which was what it felt like a day down. where everything was everything went because I down. think King's Cross, which was the area I was in, going to think I would go from here. That station closed, I think, was because of the weather. Oh, so the underground went down too. So I don't wow. it, just the entire well, we did what we did bus into town, then jumped on line bikes. Rufus, not happy about me taking them down Oxford Street, almost went under a tech. Jim, I might listen. Yeah, I was absolutely <laughs> fine. So I went to High Park, line biked in, uh, and had a great, had a quick pint in the angle, see with Dave and the old Chelsea boys. And we got in and were absolutely gobsmacked because, of course, the first half, it was like a proper football team, Chelsea. And, and you know, I think I said last week, I was baffled why Arsenal supporters were so worried about playing Chelsea. and their unbeaten record and everything first half I realised why because it turns out Arsenal are shite aren't they yes yeah. Arsenal are shite I mean, that was definitely yeah. our worst performance was so it? far because I did think I don't understand how they're top of the league or top equal of the league how you haven't been beaten because you know whilst we did look better than we have been all season I still thought wow you're not I mean, getting anywhere I've kind of got to stress as bad as we were 
you look at Chelsea's two goals, which was a polite, a 2023 penalty, should we call it? Yes, absolutely. Uh-huh. Fair enough. And the uh-huh. second one... Would you celebrate the second one? Oh, yeah. We would only... We, no, we're no, you as a fan. You was a, if you was the player... Oh, yeah, I would have definitely the... claimed him in that. I would, I'm, not, I'm very he much did. of the old school. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's no, that no absolutely sliced shot was exactly what I meant to do. But what was entertaining, we were, because as you know, we're not known for our punctuality in the second half. We were literally... Piers, we'd had a couple, Piers was leading us. Well, I mean, we've only been going there for 20 years. He managed to take us down the wrong row as the goal was scored so we celebrated with people on the row above us and they were going what the fuck are you doing here we go, yeah, why are we here so we had to clamber down to our row but we just saw the goal and were very pleased old Rufus who you know doesn't come very often was saying yeah this is great and then of course just absolutely gifted to you you I mean what's your keeper called Right. who's definitely not better than Ramsdale I think we've established he's shite he tried to give us another goal but of course who was it? Was it Jack? Who was it? Who had the ball? He might have failed to score because he passed it to him. And he probably was Jackson. It probably was Jackson. But then, yeah, Sanchez decided. I know I can be even more shit than that because what I'm going to do is give it to your best player, Damien Rice, who just straight back Did into you the. Just call game. him Damien. Damien Rice. What's Damien. What about Declan? Declan. <laughs> <laughs> no Rice. point. Um, he left us and he's dead to us. Now, now, now to, gl- to gloss over that. Uh, when it went 2-2... Two, two, it's better than Steve Botham, who was on assist last yeah. week. We're still trying to Wikipedia. <laughs> and also, I also, getting my corrections in early, I also claimed that Kate was uh, Piers' daughter. Chris's Kate in Vietnam, who made us go viral. I, I said, yeah, Piers' daughter last week. I was like, absolute mm. shit. I was talking nonsense. It's almost like the beer affects your performance. But I'd only had a pint. It wasn't like that time I came in on, a, on the back of a couple of it. It's almost like beer affects your performance. <laughs> <laughs> now, when it went 2-2, on a scale of 1 to 10, how much did you think Havertz is getting the winner here? I, well, I, I actually, I wasn't, that, I wasn't that focused on Havertz or Jorginho doing it, but I was thinking, right, this is terrible, but let's just try not to actually lose it now because we've gone, heads are gone. Which is funny because it's exactly the same thing Arsenal fans were thinking. Yeah, what? Just take the point. We've been. Yeah, I did yeah. feel that actually. Yeah, I, I thought so. Arsenal are thinking, fucking hell, we've got out of jail here. Yeah. Don't let them fluke another one. I mean, you feel if there was another five or ten, they might have snatched yeah. it. But when you're playing like that, to get out with a draw. Well, put it this way very obvious which group of supporters were happiest with the score. Piers got into another five. We've got this. I might have mentioned him in the past, miserable young lad behind us. You know those supporters? You might not know, but if you go to the same place, every now and then you'll get a miserable supporter behind you who just insults the team all the time. And I might have mentioned this, my brother Scott once. Right. Had a world, r- yeah. Ripped him to shreds halfway through last season. And he went all quiet like a mouse. Because I backed him up, my brother, as he's always, I've been doing that ever since I was going to pubs, backing my two psycho brothers up. But... He went quiet, and then the guys next to him then said they love my brother because they said we thought they were all together because they all seemed to appear at the same time. Had nothing to do with him, but they're all just similar ages. He goes, no, he's really irritating. Just, just really negative. I mean, it's fair enough occasionally, but all the time, yeah, yeah, even yeah. when it's nil nil. Not much fun, is it? But he went again on Sunday and gave it was two nil. But Piers decided to call him out. It said, I'm applauding Silver and someone else. See, because they played well, and you know, it's our team, just because you know, don't just boo and hiss and all that sort of thing. So, it's quite entertaining. So, we've got a lovely, warm, cuddly atmosphere at the now, bridge. I, ha- at the I have to say, without being too controversial, 
I'm, I think I'm kind of close to Arteta out. Really? That's a big thing, well, isn't second it? Second in the league? Yeah. Second in the league. Because? I just feel like there is a magnitude of bizarre decisions and mistakes that he is being afforded, possibly because of his friendship with Edu, that other managers maybe wouldn't get. I think the Raya situation... Yeah. The Havertz, buying Havertz when you needed a striker and you've mm. got a budget. There's just There are a lot of things there that I'm not sure other managers would have got away with. I do see what you mean, actually. I did feel... I mean, as I said, I mean, I get it. One half and it was the worst half you've seen this season. But I did think, this is what's going on. They're not, I mean, we've won away at Sevilla since in the Champions yeah, League. So yeah. I'm not saying I'm Arteta out. I'm just saying that I see he's got a little bit he's less limited. road. limited. Yeah. He's got a bit less road ahead of him in, in my eyes than... But you're allowed a blip, aren't you? And your blip, you haven't lost. Well, it's a good blip, but in anyone's yeah, But How sure. great would it have been to call for a striker when you've gone 2-2 and you turn around and it's Havertz? <laughs> you just kind of think, oh. <laughs> uh, Havertz, as I've said before, brilliant in the Champions League final. You just have to... It's an expensive luxury until the Champions League final. And then he makes it all go away. But, yeah, you're probably right. I don't, I, I don't know. I think Arteta's back to the whole point about being lucky. So... What about your weekend then properly? I mean, we haven't heard apart from that bit. pretty much um, breaks on. London, getting around Saturday, pretty much killed all my plans. Yeah. And then Sunday, it was walking around the house, swearing about how bad Saturday was. <laughs> and then it's Monday, and you're back at work. Because that's the point, isn't it? Because actually, as we all know, 2-2, not what anyone would want against Chelsea, because we're like a three-point banker. But coming from 2-0 down, it's great. I mean, you know, those you know, the Arsenal fans were super. There was a young Arsenal girl with her boyfriend, and they were both five foot. She was chanting, Arsenal, I'd say too far out of the ground. I was a bit concerned about her, because there was three Arsenal supporters in the Matthew Harding... No, I forgot to mention this. And, of course, they behaved themselves for the one goal back, but they couldn't contain themselves <laughs> for the equaliser. <laughs> And it, and it was back well, like old school. They were, yeah, well, they obviously well, they celebrated and then got battered because Matthew Hardy, it's not like the sides where everyone's a bit more grown up and civilised. They got absolutely battered. One boy, you watched him run eight rows back just to join in the beating up of the goons. And I thought, wow, it's not... It's, so there were physical violence oh, that you're yeah. saying didn't make it onto any of the it, highlights? Because they, no they got in there quick, got them out, but they were being... I've been told in no uncertain terms, don't come here and rub salt into our wounds with that. And it was quite interesting. It was, but it was, they only have two or three of them. So it was all clock, isn't it? Oh, there's a fox. It's that, is that quite a fox in the one we've had before. I, I don't think we should gloss over. I think to stick with the theme of 2023, we demand an inquiry. What's going on? You're yeah. right. Why didn't they get beaten up more? <laughs> That's the big question we why, were all why asking. Why is this not making it onto Sky And what was fascinating was a generational thing. You saw, the old boys were going, oh, Christ, yeah, they've, they've... And you could see somebody stamping on one of them. And Rufus, of course, he's baffled, going, what's going on over there, Dad? Because, of course, it's not... It was like Harry was saying when we were talking about the 80s. He's going, yeah, it's totally out of our mind. You know, that sort of thing doesn't happen anymore. But and that used to happen all the time. There's always it used to be organised people to try and take mm. an end. This was just I felt for them actually because I thought they probably didn't realise they were going to sort of come back from two down and they just couldn't stop themselves celebrating and the usual or well, not entirely. Surprising. But it sounds. I don't think was that hurt. It sounds like Chelsea fans, doesn't it? Oh yeah. It's well, no, absolutely. If that, there's certain ones, in certain places, I would not think you'd get away with it. 
Like Chelsea, Matthew Pardon? <laughs> like League One. <laughs> Anywhere in League One. Yeah. Like you wouldn't Chelsea get away belong. with it. You wouldn't get it with uh, West Ham in West Ham's home end. You wouldn't get away with it Tottenham's home end. You wouldn't get away with it in... I think Arsenal are a bit more civilised. But I don't know. You would get away with the Arsenal where your core are. They're just not going to have it. I think they're we're very civilised. But if you, I think if you'd blown a 2-0 win lead and then somebody had the audacity I, to celebrate, I think somebody's going to... There would be a combination of outright swearing and yeah. a few witty one-liners, but I don't think there would be. They would get. Oh, you're so deluded. They would definitely get. You there in the posh seats don't realise what it's like in the trenches. I remember years ago we were saying maybe we should get a seat at halfway line in the posh seats, and little Nigel said, "Fuck that!" He said, "We only come here for the atmosphere. We don't want to be sitting there with the prawn sandwiches." So we sit in with the Leanderthals. And to be honest, I've been in our end and we've been down, gone down, or things have gone horribly wrong. And in the absence of an away supporter, Chelsea supporters quite happily punch each other just to, <laughs> you know, get it out of the system. They're not, you know. Not cheesy. Well, they're, you know, they're in touch with their mental health and mm. they know it's better to talk about yeah, to it express. And, and punch it than, you know. Very true. But that said, it was a good day out, really, because as we walked away and calmed down, we thought, would we have taken 2-2 against Arsenal at the start of the day? And we'd have bitten your hand off. <laughs> Absolutely bitten your hand off for that. Yeah, it's, it's, I mean, look, we should probably ask about your Sunday. Sunday. I always feel bad because you ask the question and we forget to ask you back. Well, actually, no, that's good. Thank you. Friday, I went to see, as I said, the Water Boys. Oh, uh, yeah. No, hang on. Did I? Yes, I did. Did I put them up? Did I put the water boys up? Maybe, yeah. I did, you because did. bizarrely... You did, you... Free Spirit Frankie, who I went with, who's Dutch, and he was he's he's the big water boy fan. I only went because I thought Gemma liked them. Turns out Gemma took... Hey, thanks, Bruce. In a slightly different way. So I had to take Free Spirit Frankie with me, and he loved it, but then felt a bit faint. I don't know, I don't know why he felt faint, but he had to leave. Guess when he had to leave? Just before they did Hole of the Moon which is probably the only song you know by Waterboys. You'll hear it and know it. So entertainingly, I was, had to watch that on my own. And then bizarrely, that was the encore. And then bizarrely, the song after that, they said, there's only one song you can sing after The Hole of the Moon, and we're going to sing it. And it was Purple Rain by Prince, hmm. which is quite a weird choice for weird choice. the Waterboys. Because obviously... What's the, what was the atmosphere like? Can you mosh to the Waterboys? Really Not sad. really. There's a few Too people slow, at the middle it? front that were sort of jumping around almost irrespective of what was being played and I suspect they'd been they'd on they'd some of your edibles, edibles. Yeah. say they seem to be no real clue what was going on <laughs> but having a good time <laughs> in their <laughs> heads and what was also funny was the queue for the toilet in the men's was far longer than the women's and this young lad behind me was going God you can tell the demographic here it's mostly men isn't it I thought it's partly that it's also partly it's men of a certain age with a prostate problem. That is the other reason. Yeah. <laughs> like they're standing there for ages. I feel like dripping, dribbling well. out. I feel like when they need an endorsement for their next tour, you've just <laughs> I mean, you've just hit it on the head. I don't know. I mean, I'll need obviously I need an agent because that's exactly what they want it for. Prostates and percussion. <laughs> In we come. But they were, actually were very good. But um, yeah, Frank missed the missed the uh, highlight, and and then on Sunday. Oh yeah, I think we did. We had a great time. We were, we line biked again at the theme here to St John's. You know that restaurant by Archway. It's nice. I'm picturing Sunday, Archway. Sunday but I can't it's on. It's not on Archway. Just before it. Lovely. So yeah, I did nice. It's nice. The pub. Ooh. Yeah, it's a nice pub. That. 
It's got a restaurant wooden, behind, yeah, but they, yeah. it's not too... Anyway, so that was good. That was excellent. And uh, good to get out of the way, actually. Nice weekend. Uh, you know, we did okay. Shall we go? Shall there must be go? some feedback. There is some feedback. Ooh. There's always feedback. There is How some exciting. feedback. Oh, I had some very touching feedback from Piers' brother, who it transpires, I suspect, had a lot to do with his actual coding. I think he actually said that, didn't he? Did a lot of the coding. And he said two This is the reason why we're viral, not just in Vietnam, but Lithuania as well. Because <laughs> Piers', Piers brother, lots of shocking facts about Piers' brother. A, he's obviously an IT genius. B, he also supports Liverpool. I mean, how Piers has ended up with a scouse supporting brother well need to get back to ask him but B he sent a very nice message which I won't play but he was talk- he got all so enthusiastic because he listened to them all he was talking about his favourite goal and he this just shows what he's not that dissimilar to his brother it was also the same one that Harry mentioned that um, third goal for Carigi with um, Trent's quick Trent's corner quick corner but, but interesting he said it wasn't really that goal though he, what he thought was more impressive was that of course they had to keep a clean sheet because they couldn't let a goal in because then Barcelona would have had away goals because they were already 3 0 up. And he talks about that at length, I think, because mm. of course I drifted off <laughs> at that point. <laughs> and then he was saying how much he loved it. And it was quite touching. And you mentioned this before, he loved it because he hear Piers' voice, because obviously they don't see that often because he's in Lithuania. But then, unfortunately, which I didn't do until earlier today, Steve, I then listened to his second message that Piers, for some reason, also forwarded to me, where he said, oh, right, yeah, now I can see... I've listened to all of them now. I can see why you're quite confident you can beat them because they obviously don't have a clue what they're talking about. And I think that's your fault, Rich. Because <laughs> <laughs> I think well, you will listen to the Saints one. <laughs> let, let, let's not gloss over that Bruce is... Um, Bruce is one of those ones that you message and he doesn't listen for days. Uh, no, I listened to the first one. I, had, I thought it was the same one because he sent it twice by mistake. Then I realised it was a second message. But it was entertaining because he also said he liked just hearing the sound of a pub and voices, which we've established before, I think, anyone abroad. And we're being heard in Lithuania and Vietnam, so all corners of the globe. And if you're a flat earther, that's four. And Piers, (laughs) and Piers is good on his word. We have had seven listens in South Africa, and we know that is only Piers as listening to us. (laughs) We've gone south of the Sahara because, bizarrely, we've got somebody's listened to it four times in Cairo. And I'm slightly worried. One person's listened. I mentioned. Did I mention it last week? One person listened to us in Saudi Arabia. Slightly concerned. I might have said something. What's, about. Our, what's our global uh, ambition there? Do we have a target? For well, yeah, on every continent. <laughs> really ambitious. Every continent would be easily doable. We're still. Well, actually, we're struggling a bit in the sort of the Far East and Northern Europe. I'm not doing very well. I mean, I would have thought they'd love us. Halland, yeah, comments about Halland and Grendel and bizarre, bizarre, strange people. But yeah, so that's that. I think we were going to talk a bit about the passing of Bobby Chargill because, of course, the reason this is Thursday for all of you so desperately upset just last night because didn't do it Wednesday night because I was in Manchester for two days, obviously around the same time as. Well, then playing Copenhagen, so some confused Danish people stumbling around on Tuesday night. But also, obviously, Bobby Charlton died. Mm. Old school. Now, he was pretty much already in the... I'm giving away my age somewhat, but he was kind of already in the ambassadorial kind of figure by the time I became aware of him. The tributes have been actually quite moving because he's definitely come across... 
as somebody who was a very private person but would come out of the shadows if he could do something to help someone. Yeah. And the world is definitely lacking that kind of presence Yeah. in 2023. It was exactly, and what was quite interesting, it's another generate, I mean another era before my time, but you're right, I was aware of him a bit more, him and obviously his brother, who in a funny way, well, Bobby was the better player, I think even his brother would have admitted. Jackie sort of went on to be better known by our sort of age group because of his managing Ireland and that very I think it's a film about that actually you, you can't you're into that I mean we're going off topic slightly but you can't help but go straight to Ray Houghton's goal yeah. in the World Cup in 94 exactly exactly but what I was going to say about Bobby Child and all these tributes was he, there was a really nice clip I think it was like Portugal or something but anyway he scored and I think it was in the run up to the 66 final he scored but interestingly uh, he scores he celebrates and he's coming back and it was a great goal and I'm not joking some of the Portuguese players shaking his hand as he went back wow I mean old school I mean that's old old school isn't yeah. it I mean, like, you know just getting a yeah, good goal I mean occasionally you imagine the reaction in the crowd <laughs> if you did that today yeah well actually I think they would be stunned silence and of course they'd be going well that was a good goal actually on reflection I mean even Monday and occasionally on Monday night you know somebody will go yeah good goal I mean, normally it will be rich if somebody scores a goal and he's the keeper. Obviously, it was a great goal if they got one past him. Exactly. So, you know. no but way. it was that touching era that they all lived through that is a far distant off from what we've got now. I don't know. I kind of think people like Marcus Rashford are showing the way, aren't they, with you know commitment to things, apart from the fact he has an £800,000 fucking car which he drove into a tree. What a moron. Um, and you're a big fan of big cars, aren't you? You love a big car. I'm triggered, instantly triggered. <laughs> but, you know, the, the things that he's trying to do, I, th- I think the, the, the current generation seem much more um, savvy um, and, and and motivated and interested, I think, actually. What, being decent? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Is that, you see, maybe it's my cynical <laughs> age. Them, I'm sure. I'm happier when they're kind of bubble like perms. Thugs. Oh, bubble perms, thugs. Well, you know, I've got a soft spot for Tony Adams just taking a wall down because he'd had 15 pints. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, was, I, um, <laughs> was I overthinking the quite a lacklustre 1-0 win over Copenhagen on the big home game tribute yeah it felt a little bit uh, like right. well I think I think they're in trouble maybe you could say it was an emotional night but when I, when I saw yeah. that was their next home game I thought my god that must be like a 4 or 5 nil. Yeah. every sort of goal celebration would be pointing and, to a picture and you know, you know who scored Harry Maguire who they've been booing quite regularly he scored the, the one goal and the keeper, who they've also apparently been booing quite regularly, scored a saved a penalty. So it was, yeah, they could have, you know, penalty at the end. Mm. Yeah, it was just kind of like, I, like I said, I really thought this was going to be the grandstand send-off. I mean, they have Man City at the weekend, which I'm sure we'll touch upon at the weekend uh, yes, a bit we later. Will. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe That's that will be the... Yeah. But you kind of feel like raw emotion of... I don't, but the th- that is the problem. I don't think actually he means anything to those players because I don't really think Maybe like Rashford, but the vast majority of them, Man United doesn't mean anything to them. They, yeah, a bit like Chelsea. Don't get me wrong. We, we've got we've got hardly any players left that you think this match like Gallagher for us. It's Gallagher, Chilwell, Reese, 
and and even Chilwell's come in, you know, but from Leicester. But he, you feel there, there's people think I I care about Chelsea. One of those we you try to get rid of. <laughs> well, Gallagher almost left. Now he's captain. I mean, who has to say anyway? So well, I, I think, have to say, look, we're we're barely ten minutes in, and we're we're going through Arteta out. United <laughs> don't have any <laughs> compassion is, for the club. This is to, down to Rich keeping us on track. Well, absolutely. One-legged cyclists. <laughs> we're, we're we're hitting every. <laughs> <laughs> there is no stone left We unturned. are nothing if not focused and in our parameters. What were you going to say, Rich? You I was, you know, I was going to say I, I wanted to put Ben Chilwell in my team because his saint is Saint uh, Benedict is the patron saint of protection against nettle rash. Unfortunately, Fuck off. that is yeah, not a saint. I've got some better saints. Don't worry. The, also, the at, what, at what point do you realise you can make this up and we're never going to? I know exactly. He could. Be. Oh, he's pulled a face that you are making. I've like just realised I could have done. Why yeah. <laughs> <laughs> bother? Well, actually, the truth is so much more entertaining. <laughs> That's such a reality. So, right, shall we? I'm just checking. Cause do you do we want to do anything before we do the fantasy? I think we should. Can we go to fancy the results this week? There's one big talking point, isn't there, among the fantasy? There is one big talking point, and let me pull it up because I mean, I mean, apart from it being an astonishing performance, how have I managed to leave? I thought I had it all lined up. Apart from it being an astonishing performance, um, yeah, let's start with the fact that Deep Purple Piers, who is now merging into one personality completely. Scored 110 points. Yeah, that was very good. 105. It was 105. <coughs> well, let's, let's, let's keep the accuracy. He sent us... Not that I'm counting points. No, but when it's man versus machine, both sides need to be No, we, we ripped the arse out of him when he was um, being average for the first two weeks. Came on last week, t- t- watching Steve sort of stuff dribble out of his ears as he was explaining the whole algorithm to him. He took 105 points. Did Absolute he sell Harland? Did he have to sell He sold Harland, right. and he was like, we thought he was like the dice man, didn't we? Because he was having to do things he didn't want yeah. to do. So he Very then also idea, sent right. over where we all rated, and we won't go to our scores, but this percentage ratings against the, the world of fantasy oh. football. He came in at 99.2% in terms of good. how high he was. Top 1%. <laughs> Harry, because Salah did well, 78.1%. Bizarrely, Steve and I, 37.9%, not covered in glory, but exactly the same score. Daisy, 2.8%. Mm, and I got less than that. Patron saying it's yeah. rich, 1.1%. Oh, oh, but, oh. but I did get That's this. Impressive. Let's just remember, Piers is in South Africa on safari. And <laughs> this is what... Oh, gosh. This, this is, is what he said. This is, this is, this is Hang on. I've got, like, brilliantly, I haven't got that right. I've actually had that at the end of it. So let me finish it. This is what he sent. <laughs> and obviously, got it. Listen. Listen to this. So I didn't think it was going to be possible to ever catch you guys. This was just an experiment, but this is really going to work. To beat you, at the end of the season, I need to get 10.48 points a week more than you. This week alone, I got 43. Be afraid. Warren, he's gone mad. He sounds like a machine. 
I want to say two things on the record. One is... I think we should listen to the end of Deep Purple. Because also, how's he made... Yeah, don't I play that again. How's he worked out how to do that? Quite there are two very key things. One, he went on to a massive diatribe about his algorithm, how it works. And the only thing I could really take away from the conversation was that he said we. Yeah. He and Deep Purple are somehow ah, assimilated. He's, he is. It's, it's become one. And second, because there should be a recorded, if I get found in bin bags, chopped up, <laughs> I'd like the investigation <laughs> to start with somebody who left that message. The, the voice got quite sinister, didn't he? It's, it's, I feel He's like, afraid. I actually, I took my rubbish out this morning and I did look at the green bin and think, shall I? Bin. Shall I just leave it at the side? <laughs> <laughs> He's lost it, but that was very funny, Piers, at least how, how do you do all that high-tech stuff. But yeah, so he absolutely tonked everyone, and not, I mean, I've looked back, and I'm pretty sure, wouldn't, well, definitely none of us have got over 100, or into three figures, and no one on Monday, not even Eshu and uh, uh, Al, likely to lose Al, who are neck and neck. Neither of them got 100 plus. It's quite impressive, third mm. in. So we've been replaced, essentially, so we can eventually just come here and drink and there'll be yeah, some sort of AI standards. voices. It'll just be some tragic just... 70s metal. And I think he's going to say some sort of tragic <laughs> voices that sound in their 70s. Well, to which I was going to say, no, they're supposed to replace us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's us. No, it's Piers getting more and more robotic. And, no, no, uh, this dis- it leads into two bits of feedback that I was given and we'll, we'll get Piers to answer one of them when he's back. One was... If it can work this well at predicting players to star, can it work for gambling? Well... Could you have taken it and just thought, OK, I'm going to put £5 on these two players or three ah, players to score? Now, now that's interesting. Well, I happen to know, and Piers again isn't here to defend himself, so why not? I know Piers, he's a big gambler. Used to be, actually. I don't know it so much. I didn't notice it on Sunday with him. But he used to be watching... He'd be having bets on the game that we were at and, you know, score, scorers. And, you know, I don't really understand gambling because being Scottish, if I place a bet on the national, I work out what I'm going to win. And in my head, I've won it. And when I don't win it, I'm absolutely furious. I thought you were going to say you asked for your stake. Well, well, I've I've thought about it. I thought, well, actually, I feel cheated because I should be winning. So I'm not... Thankfully, actually, because I do get it. Gambling is the one addiction... There is no limit how much you can spend on it. All the others, fundamentally, you spend enough on drugs, it's going to kill you. Gambling, you can just spend everything. I do know a mate I went to Polly with, and he said his grandfather, I think, was inherited an entire insurance company and gambled it all away. It was, you know, equivalent of tens of millions because there is no limit to a gambling addiction on how much it will cost you. It's interesting you say inherited because there is this suggestion it's in the genes. Yeah. Well, I suppose you're right, because insurance is fundamentally gambling anyway, isn't it? That's the whole point of that. Yeah, too. but you've rigged the, um, the odds. Yeah, anyway, insurance companies are the reason they've got big tower blocks in the city. Now, interestingly, the other bit of feedback I yeah. got was that in our episode last time out, yeah. apparently we predicted scores. We were saying Liverpool would win. I haven't listened back, and I don't want it to be me, and then I'm the one saying it, because it sounds like I've commented on myself. I don't think saying mm. Liverpool were going to beat Everton... Everton, would, Everton would finish with 10 men? Probably no, not. No, that's a, big a better one. Who said that? Was that you? It might have been. Well done. Should we have a surprise? Of the, should we call a surprise of the week then? What we think. Yeah, we, yeah it's something. 
well, yeah, let's not advise people to bet on our nonsense. But, yeah, that's a good idea. Sort of surprise who what no one saw that coming. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, we could. I mean, even a surprise tonight might be Harry, mysterious streaker across the pitch at half time <laughs> at Anfield. <laughs> Rabbiting well, all well, about. I'm going to go Sarah. for a very. You mean dressed like Ozzy Osbourne? Dressed like Ozzy If it flashes tried, up on I our phone, I tried to hump Salah just before half time. If it flashes up Ozzy Osbourne, seen humping Salah's leg with some dodgy sunglasses that are nothing like Ozzy Osbourne's. In terms of reference, I yeah. tell you what, I will go for a complete punt just because I feel like I have to compete with AI for the yeah. human race. Yeah. And I'm going to keep it Arsenal orientated because why not? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go for either Gabriel or Saliba to score a header against Sheffield United. Yeah. Yes. It should be a goal session. Not just that, but Sheffield United are notoriously quite poor Bad at defending, at defending set pieces. Ooh. So it's not like I'm Yuri Geller here. Yeah. I, I don't, I'm not bending any spoons. Yeah. But we also, last week, we, we predicted that Modric would score and that Arsenal wouldn't win against Chelsea so we're on a bit of a roll well we did get that I th- no you're right and actually there are proper predictions because I reckon the odds would have been on Arsenal winning and the odds wouldn't have been on I mean to be fair predicting Everton would get a player sent off is and it's, it's not going to get a yellow strap on <laughs> no, Sky Sports Liverpool winning yeah that's, that's the we difference. did also say Salah would score we did think Again, Salah would score probably not a yellow strap and probably not two I tell you what while you guys both come up with one which I think you, you you beat you each have to come up with one two pound tip. I'm going to do something which none of us saw coming and go to the bar. What? That bloody hell! <laughs> that, that is exciting. We're going to be what that speech should be silent. Which is quite tragic because That's I don't silent. like getting my wallet out without without well, security. I, I was thinking Bruce on the way down or messaging Bruce. I've managed to lose mine. Well, your wallet? Yeah. I didn't see that. Hang on. Yeah. I used to say that one as well. I didn't know where you say you told me that. I can't see that anywhere in the message. It used to be my opening line when I sat down at a table as well. Especially if it was a Friday and you knew it was going to be heavy. It a long one. Yeah, there um, was... Where was I? Actually, up in Manchester, everyone was announcing they'd lost their wallets. And I thought, well, typical up north but they were joking. So what, what feels like glasses? What's this bad boy? Either this is... What were you drinking on Monday? Because it's that... Uh, I've forgotten it. It's the IPA cold one that's replaced. It was Harbour, wasn't it? Harbour. Yeah. Is it Harbour? Harbour. Yeah. Do you want two, two Harbours? Yes, lovely. Thank you. Two, two Harbours. Harbours. Cheers, Steve. Thanks, Steve. So, what well, outrageous, unexpected thing to happen. I mean, I'm tempted to just say Chelsea win, but, you know, mm, I, maybe I we need to go Man further. Man turning over City would be entertaining, but since they can't both lose, unfortunately. No. And none of them. But have you managed to make Haaland a Saint? No, I've tried no. really hard. Would you like me to go through some of the same things? I'll wait till Steve comes back. Well, let's get, let's get our yeah. surprise out of the way. Yeah. I'm going to say, I'm going to say something really outrageous, like Reese plays and scores for Chelsea. Given he came on, he came on just in time to see Arsenal equalise. Right. So he had, yeah. he did play for like ten minutes of horror, but I maybe you know if he's kept fit, he'll play. That's mine. What's yours? Oh, I'm going to go City. You're going to concede a penalty and lose. And lose? Yeah. See, I don't... Th- that's quite interesting. Because obviously, that'd be... A ma- is it at City or...? It's a... No, it's at... Old Trafford. Trafford, yeah. Yeah, that's quite interesting. Good. Okay, let's write these down because we'll forget them. Oh, no. Hang on. We've recorded them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so high-tech. So, yeah, I actually... So, we've established already, Rich, and, you know, yeah, I'd like... It's great to have you back. 
for the second one, one but it is bonus. not a performance-based bonus, is it? No, this? Because not. you no, are shocking. So let's just, I think, because I don't feel, have, and I just don't Has want Dave to got any other Munters in her team, by the way, or is it just Harland? I don't think so. I think he, she, he's the one that you feel... Yeah, least, I, feel I mean, she was a bit like you. She went off-piece where she said Foden. Was it Foden? Foden because he's friends with Drake. And she, mm. she thinks Drake's fit. And so yeah, she was going a little bit, bit uh, lateral thinking. I can't believe you're sort of being a bit judgmental, Rich, <laughs> given what we're about to... Bollocks are about to hear from you. <laughs> but yeah, so let's go. I want your... Because I know you've got... I mean, all of them have a link to a saint. Yeah. So give me the one that you're most proud of. In terms, well, give me the three top three you think. They're all good. Pleased. The rules that I'm using are the saints have to be they have been patrons of something interesting. Right. So there there are some dull things out there. Um, patron saint of archers, for example, or perfumiers. They are they aren't very interesting. Quite sexy. Um, a got, nice smelling archer. I mean, quite nice. Yeah, it's a, yes, no, how, that's true. How about yeah. Um, uh, so I, they've got to be interesting, which makes it again really, really difficult. So I've, I've got, for example, Andrew Robertson, um, who won't be playing this week because he's injured. Patron state of possession by the devil. What is? Who is Andrew? Yeah, Saint Andrew is patron saint of I'm possession. I'm protection against. I'm guessing, but on the uh, on the Catholic website it just says possession by the devil. So he had to be in there. That but, isn't. Hang on, I'm Scottish. Saint Andrew's patron saint of Scotland. I was suggesting. Suggesting, <laughs> oh fucking nutters! Yeah. Oh, actually, I do wonder with some of these. Well, I see. I would go. In, well, no, I'm not sure. See, because being Scottish, but obviously left when I was like eight. Hence the accent. I, when when I meet, when I meet, I remember meeting some friend of Gemma's, and he was talking about their new and our age, mm. and he talked about young. their yeah Early young 30s. young young virile young man. He was talking about his brother comes down on New Year's Eve to London which seems odd, why not go back up to Edinburgh, I'd say. But anyway, yeah, they're talking about their approach to New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. There's a level of oh, really? um, decadence. Well, they have an extra day's holiday, don't they? Well, they're used to an extra day's holiday, really but even came. so, they're, they're basically, their lunch is sort of lunch at a line on New Year's Day. I mean, surely that's a mistake. <laughs> what could possibly and, go but there is, But there is a sort of more, ca- they are far more Lovely. hedonistic, the Scots. I mean, maybe, maybe it's those, thank you very much. I have to say, there was more than Steve. one harbour, so if I've got you the wrong one. Oh, it looks like suitably dodgy, murky harbour. Mm. It was the cold pale ale. You got, you got the first one I pointed to, to be honest. <laughs> you really agonised over it, Steve. Yeah, I, I really, you know. I'm really upset. It's a thought that counts. Thank you very much. It says, oh, I don't know. I won't bother. We'll get either. Well, I did specify it's not my drink, so I don't care. <laughs> yeah, in fact, piss in it for all I care. <laughs> what, so we're going through, so our, against all odds, surprise bets... I'm going to have uh, City to lose against United and there to be a penalty. And I've said Reese to score a goal for Chelsea, given he, he played five minutes on Sunday. I feel that's pretty out there. Okay, I'll tell you what I'm going to do is I'm going to put... Don't two, put money oh, yes. on it, Steve. I'm going to put £2 on all three of our Lovely. suggestions as a triple. As a triple. Yeah, I guess it's a bit nice. difficult because you've gone for a penalty as well and I picked two goal scorers. Um, just one of those one of those so if I'm not here next week right you're off you're off with your no I just couldn't I couldn't afford to be here because (laughs) (laughs) I spent (laughs) six quid (laughs) because I thought yeah so 
Yeah, that's. Ah, that's so, I like that idea. Yeah, that, maybe we should all chip in, and that way it'll be like you know those pools winning. We're bound to win. That's how gambling works. City to lose and league. a penalty. That is not bad. I have more faith in that one, which is fitting for your team, than I do for a uh, Reese even playing. Yeah, well, exactly. I think mine's. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure. I'd drop it if you're actually. I wouldn't bet on that. I just think. I was just thinking the most outrageous thing to happen. I suppose actually. That's Inter- really not the most outrageous. Jackson, the most outrageous Jackson to score a goal would be better <laughs> because that would be there would be people falling, be fainting. They'd be all doing a frank in the Matthew Arling lower if he scored. So we're now though we've got to we're going to we're going to listen to some Saints. We've already had the first one. Yes, which is uh, Saint Andrew Andrew Robertson possession by the devil. And I'm just the explaining. Say so the possession the, the reason it's so shit is because I'm really limited. There are lots of patron saints out there. I've got about uh, seventy or eighty. So out of your team of fifteen, yeah. At the moment, are they all a one saint or another? Are they? They're, they're not only are they a saint, but they're also interesting saints. I'll give you a quick run. All fifteen. All fifteen. Impressive stuff. So Ben White, uh, patron saint of hobos. Matty Cash, accountants and security cards, and I think because it, I, I, his parents must have known it, it being Cash, his surname, they must have known that Matthew was the patron saint. But I assume if they didn't, Matthew. Uh, hang on, is a patron saint of accountants? Oh yeah. Since when? Accountants and security guards. Well, that's been made up though. Isn't it? When did Saint Matthew get sainted? Before Don't. there were security guards. Uh, no, I think there's, there's probably been security guards as long as there's been money or people to kill. Well, that's soldiers. Uh, no, patron saint of paratroopers, for example, is. Yeah. Oh, hang, on. Hang on, though. Have you just Googled it and believed it to be true? No, I've taken all of the Catholic website. Right, I, I suppose you're right. It's, it's like John is It's like saying, no, I've read the Da Vinci Code, so it's obviously fact. Michael the Archangel, patron saint of paratroopers. Okay, make sure you chuck these at the mic for us because they're too much like gold for someone to <laughs> message us next week and say, I didn't hear. Which Sorry, one yes. was paratroopers? Uh, right. Um, continuing with our defenders, we've got uh, John Stones. I'm, I put in um, John the Baptist is the patron saint of spasms, but John is another Saint John who's the patron saint of protection against indiscretion. I rather like that. I think we should all pray to him on occasions. I'm thinking because of Richard. <laughs> if you think about the amount of tattoos these guys have, I feel like if we get make sure that they get a, a wind of this. I bet they're all over uh, it, but they won't have thought of this. This, this feels like a tattoo here. I feel like within yeah. by the end of the season, we could have a footballer with their saint tattooed, tattooed on, on their, them on, on their all football. over their back. Well, uh, maybe it'll be Justin Cliver who is patron saint of clowns. I mean, I've, I've knocked him out, and I um, last the other thing that I'm planning to do is every um, I'll come back to them, but every week I'm planning to captain the one whose saint's day it is on the Saturday. Last week was Sinead uh, Ursula, and bizarre thing is she's the, the lead, she was the, the leader of um, a bunch of virgins who were killed by um, the Huns. I thought he was going to say Jack Grealish. Yeah. <laughs> how, do you, how do you lead virgins? And it was either 11 or 11,000, depending on... Well, I think we all know the answer to that. You just get a massive phallus, and they just chase after it, and they'll lead, they'll follow you anyway. And literally, as you say that, the sound of sirens 11, and phalluses <laughs> running across. <laughs> how many virgins was that running over the roof there? Probably <laughs> enormous phallus. There we go. Um, but yes, so but but because there wasn't a Saint Ursula, I chose um, uh, Vladimir Kufal um, because Saint Vladimir is the patron saint of murderers. I thought that was the Vlad. Most, yeah, 
I'd say that I'd be but so I've understood saints or what you get beatified don't you and you yeah. get and who decides what you're the saint of who does good that good question I don't know because some of them are really dull like some of them are young Mexican women is a patron saint I can't remember who that is but I didn't put it in yeah I'm sort of I mean I don't know why I'm questioning fundamental yeah. religious things coming out and finding it's them a weird, bit illogical yeah it is but then yeah stamp so, so but let's be okay so but the interest I mean the fact of the matter is that divine Anointment yeah. means you're shite, doesn't it? So is there a is there a saint of points, and can we get them in your team? Oh, oh yes, hard. a saint of winning. Well, the, I think the, the the one saint I would like to bring back when he's available is Kevin De Bruyne, who's the Kevin is the patron saint of blackbirds, which of course aren't very interesting, except that they were baked much like Harry. So I think I can allow. Oh, them. it's a sort of our should be our patrons yes, saint, saint of yes. no clean sheets. <laughs> Is uh, the one uh, of clean sheets or no clean sheets? Again, uh, Nick. So Nick Pope is the patron saint of newlyweds. So I thought that'd be rather good, either scoring between the posts. No or, clean sheets. Yeah. So Nick, Saint Nick. Saint Nick. Yeah. Is the patron saint of newlyweds? I'll just, I'll just tell you who the other saints are. You don't. Um, uh, Erasmus Hoyland for abdominal pain and seasickness. Saint Erasmus. Yep. Julian Alvarez for car- carny workers and jugglers. So, uh, so West Ham. Joseph Anang, bizarrely, both air travellers and happy death. Strange combination. You've got to wonder what the fuck was going on there. Uh, Martin Odegaard for alcoholism. Phil Foden, fittingly, for babies, seeing as his mum does his fighting for. Yeah, him. he is a massive uh, baby. Matthias Jensen for addicts and smallpox. Um, Anthony um, for lost articles and amputees, which I think is rather a cruel. Um, coming together well similar it's also similar. quite good for someone that dives a lot like they've lost their leg it's <laughs> kind of quite fitting yeah. Yeah? he's just yeah, he's divine or my, has... or my guy at the weekend who uh, yes who lost his leg yeah you're yeah. <laughs> did you check with him uh, and um, I've I can't put him in at the moment because he's uh, he's uh, he's off. But George Baldock, the only George I've got, um, because St George is the patron saint not only of Boy Scouts but also herpes and syphilis. Which is I, just again, they're kind of things that are not massively not surprising great. that they're put together considering <laughs> that is not religion. Great. I mean, um, I'm feeling. Did anyone watch that Jimmy Savile documentary? I'm mean, feeling know, there's I, a link I think there. the Pope was having yeah. a go at our national, you know, at the English Pope and saying, "Wedding, yeah, you know, there's a reason for this." Nasty popes. And we already know about the popes. You know, don't get me on to Let's the popes again. About now, the you know, I'm putting it out there. There are no podcast released this year is covering this oh, array of subjects. No, I'm going to go further, ever. Ever. It's on that level of disgusting... And the final thing I'd like to say, because I don't actually have... Um, because I, there's no relevant patron saying this week, I'd like to ask you gentlemen to nominate who the captain should be. Which of those um, particular weirdnesses... Oh, right. Dominic Calvert-Lewin, juvenile delinquents, I forgot to mention him. I figure we're both... Well, hang on, they've just... And delinquent... Well, that's just him, isn't it? He is a bit of a dinky. Calvert-Lewin quite out there, isn't he? But, and is he Everton? Uh, yes. I'm going to throw a shot in the dark, actually, because despite what people think about close competition, mm-hmm. I'd go Matty Cash. Okay, Matty Cash it is. Villa, at home to Luton. If you're actually applying some yeah, actual no, fantasy. Oh, I, I want to see people get some points. <laughs> to be fair, you're right. I don't. Yeah, we're not worried that the patron saints are going to be at risk it's of unlikely. taking over the league. Okay. Given Plus, that if he top scores or gets loads of points, it's got to get me in, hasn't it? 
I get yes. I get to the pearly gates and they say, hey, Matty Cash. <laughs> in you, you go. You thought of Matty. Matty and what was he again? The patron saint of uh, accountants. accountants. And, and security guards. Security and money accounts. managers and bankers. It's just very strange. Oh, I feel like he's got some assists and goals in him against Luton. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Well, you love that, though, don't you? Anyone against Luton. That's pretty much my game plan every week. It failed miserably thanks to Forrest, but yeah. No, that's right. I mean, we yeah, we didn't do well. We were bizarrely the same, and I didn't feel that I did that badly. But we were below average, weren't we? It just sounds like the title of my autobiography. (laughs) Disappointing. (laughs) Yeah, could have done better, below average. So we didn't do that well this week, and I mean, the upside of Harry going up to sort of Scouse land is that, of course, he did do very well again because Mo Salah got thirty-two points if you count for him. Yeah. And that's yeah. all it takes. And of course, he is actually very consistent, Mo Salah, isn't he? Of course, he would have been prob- with one he, player, basically. Yeah. Exactly. And the thing is, they, they have uh, some easy games coming up. That, that's the problem. I think it's safe to say, if I didn't have my principled stance against having any scouses in the team, scouses, yeah. I'd, I'd be winning. How did Piers win, by the way? What was his... What, what was well, his he had... He He's basically picked all the players that scored points. <laughs> you had a bizarre <laughs> approach to the whole thing. Cheating in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, right, he's, what he's done is apply logic and yeah. science to it. He made a lot, obviously, he had, funnily enough, he had Salah as captain. He also had Son. He had, who else did he score a lot with? Watkins. These Trippier. Are Douglas Lewis, yeah, these are all the people I had before you persuaded me to do the patron things. Well, no, but listen. So he got 105, but listen, he had Douglas Louise oh, on I his bench. Oh, he had him on, on his bench. bench. So if he and he also had Anderson on, who looks like he's Palace or something, who scored no points. I know he's a midfielder. Oh no, but he could have swapped Anderson out for Doug, Douglas Louise, so we'd have had 120. So he didn't even max out the sort of 15. Been, could have been. Just bizarre, yeah. They all, Something all of them did. Apart from Anderson, they all, they all did very well. Who else? Well, I mean, I did well with my keeper. He didn't do so well, but he got thirty-two. Alvarez got nine, I think that is. Hawkins, Gordon, you know, they were all nines. And you've eights. got to make a sub this week, of course. Yeah. You've got I've a striker. You've got a striker crisis. Got a striker. I have got a striker crisis because both of mine are injured, and then before I'd realised. That Isaac was injured too. I got Broyer out because he's definitely not playing. And I sort of cocked up because I couldn't afford anything. So I ended up with who did I put in? Oh no, I haven't. I obviously didn't actually set it, save it. I ended up with some random. Was it for Villa? I've forgotten who it was because I've not saved it, obviously. But I had some because I could only afford 5.4 million for a striker. Now, of course, yeah, that doesn't get you much now. <laughs> <laughs> would have been all right at the start of the season because they all go up, don't they? Yeah. How are you doing? That's what I was going to ask you. What's your squad worth now? Mm. It's not going very well. <laughs> so I actually have to say, I, I was sitting there. This season, I've been more distracted than I have in previous, and I was sitting there. Um, till like, even last weekend, I actually already made my changes and spent four points. In a future episode, we will have a discussion about spending points, mm. the pros and cons. Yes. Um, well, I did it first week, didn't I? I, did it, I said, did. what a load of nonsense, I'm never doing that, and then it did it. Well, Deep Purple did it this week. week. It, he, he did spend Did he do points. it again this week as well? So while he got 105, it's obviously only, only 101. <laughs> Still 50% almost more than mine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I know. Idiot. 
So I've not, I didn't, that's a good point actually, because I probably could, now I've realised I haven't saved it, I thought I had saved it, but I might now see that, yeah, because I think Isaac's out too. But I feel like I'm about to have a big points haul, I feel like I'm going to spend, because I have a, it's quite important that you like your team. What, in like? Just like you look at like, it and you think, you know what, uh, okay, yeah, yeah. I feel, I, I feel it, this yeah. is a team that's performing. Yeah. Don't have Chelsea players, don't have United players, don't make my mistakes. So what? So, but what are you basing liking them on? Like you think, oh, they did a nice interview, or they like were, for example, they I were had nice to, to them. Like I, I very smartly, I, I made sure I got rid of Salah before he did anything silly oh. like score points. Um, and I don't, I, you, know, you know, Salah's going to perform. He's the greediest player in the Premier League. He takes penalties. There isn't a world in fantasy football where if you have Salah, you, you get rid of him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but you I did, did because you don't like him. No, I don't dislike him. He seems. He's got I a mean, nice I, backstory. I don't want to be pedantic. We feel like you're disagreeing with yourself within <laughs> seconds. No, he's good. I just got rid of him because he was expensive, and I felt I could get more points spreading out the uh, right, uh, spreading the love. Um, I mean, it's it's almost as illogical as your saints, isn't it? Uh, at least there's a logic to my eating. well. It's shit. Yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> I so no to get me to get me out of this hole, let me sidetrack slightly, very quickly. Last week, Harry very nicely posed a question for us. Oh, yes. Which you would have thought I would have written down before starting this I sentence. think I can remember it. It was vaguely on the lines of, in October, I think 2003... Man United Man Fulham. United Fulham. Yeah. What happened that hasn't happened since in the right. Premier League? In the now, Premier League, was it? Oh. Now, the answer... Oh, I've got somebody looking like they're trying to work it out, which yeah. makes me not want to give the answer. <laughs> he doesn't know. That's his pretend I know something face. I'm now, guess. We'll, yeah. we'll do two things. One, I'll tell you that the answer was that neither side made a substitution. Oh, shit. Well, I would never have guessed that. I thought he was just full and one. Oh, now, here's the thing. slight caveat. that Someone got in touch to say, Steve, Ben, big shout out, well done for getting in touch. I think you'll find that they didn't make a substitution. But... Since. We think it was in March. And Harry had said October. Yes. To uh, well, I just, of course, because, because, there, because I have got no moral compass whatsoever, I immediately Googled and exactly that happened. I thought, oh, well, they don't seem to have, they don't seem to think it was the same month. So I think, so I right. think he got the wrong month. Harry, apologies if I'm wrong. But that was the feedback, and I didn't have time to Google because my life got in the way. Yeah. Um, Odd that. Horrible. Harry, Harry will come back with a, a bigger question next week. But look, let's pose one. <laughs> um, let's pose an easy one in his absence, which I now have to make up off the top of my head. <laughs> Again, I'm digging. I d okay, I'd get in touch with us, the, the No Clean Sheets podcast, and tell us without checking and cheating and Googling how many teams, if you took off the FC... How many teams in the top four divisions in England start and end with the same letter? Ah. That's not bad, yeah. is it? That's off the cuff. That yeah. is good. Now, again, you can cheat, but considering the prize is bragging rights, yeah. if you do cheat, no, I, would, would cheat. I want you to look in the mirror, look in the mirror and say, yourself. where's my life gone? Uh, yeah. But I'm cheating for a podcast that only 5,000 people listen to. Yeah, and no, yeah, no one cares. Uh, that's good. They are the, now that you're on the topic of Harry's, with you know we do, you know we do sort of hail all hail Harry and his amazing memory. Incredible. But 
I'm starting to worry that actually his memory isn't as amazing as we think it is because he just says things with such confidence and none of us check it. Like you said, we're not checking the Saints. But that got uh, Donald Trump to president. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not yeah. suggesting Harry's Trump too. But he was saying, and I'm very, I mean, I'm quite impressed because remember we did that, we've got to remember to do that this week, but the best, your one of your favourite goals, and I talked obviously about Drogba's equaliser in Champions League. And he said, yeah, and it was Lampard. Lampard to Drogba, you know, proper call. They dragged us through the final. Very emotional about it. It wasn't Lampard. It was Matter that took the corner and crossed it over. But I kind of totally believed him. Totally believed him. And then I looked into it and went, no. Harry just got me carried away on a wave of enthusiasm. I bet there's a lot of women out there similarly feeling a bit... Misled. You misled, told something. So you're, you're saying... <laughs> ended up feeling slightly dirty in the morning because so, it wasn't So we, we've fallen into his slick web. Well, he has. I mean, let's be clear. I didn't sleep with Harry that night because he told me about Lampard. But... It's quite interesting. It. It's, it's quite interesting that you said that night. <laughs> like there, <laughs> other nights. Other nights are completely he's different. Got other but stuff he said other, to other me. nights it was Lampard. <laughs> but yeah, I've Lampard. Well, I've already told you about. I almost went up to Lampard once. I didn't. I've done that on this. You one, did. You did. Is is Modric Lampard too? No. I, look, I looked at his goal and I thought, oh, that, that's a Lampard. That's goal. a Lampard goal. No, I don't think he is, but. I'm hoping that that will give him some confidence. I'm a bit worried. Has it a bit worried because hasn't he got God written on the side of his neck and stuff? I mean, that always slightly Ooh. disturbs. He's got me. Arsenal written on his uh... arse. Which is we all like Probably. that. <laughs> <laughs> What's Frankie Lampard doing right now? Probably writing children's books, isn't he? No, I saw him. He's doing punditry, isn't he? He's doing. Is he, right. he, he was. He was on the. He was on some game recently with, you know... There's no other team, though, that's going to be Frankie Lampard's Chelsea or whatever, or Frankie, whoever the fuck else he's going to be managing. I don't think... I think... I mean, that might... He must... Mind you, I suppose, like, everyone was saying, why is he taking that part-time caretaker job at Chelsea? I said, oh, I can think of about eight million reasons, yeah, because yeah. he just paid a huge amount of money. And I suppose that's the trouble, isn't it? He's obviously made a fortune, because he's a premier mm. footballer. But I suppose if someone says to you, you want three million a year to manage, I don't know, Derby again. We'd all say yes, wouldn't we? I think I'd probably yeah, say I need to buy a new washing machine. Exactly. <laughs> I'd be right. You've got another, you've got to put your bets on. I've got my bets on. So I think that, 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 and also, if you kind of don't need to do it for the money, but somebody says, get back into yeah, the mix yeah, of, yeah, you love it, yeah. and you get love the buzz and the interview when you win, yeah. and all that stuff, I can get, see the appeal. Now, the other thing, which is a shame Harry's not here, that is sort of reminding me because I was really dissing. You know, he was going on about how exciting um, the the Beckham, not exciting, oh, how yeah, much he was yeah, enjoying the Beckham yeah. documentary. Funnily enough, I just poo pooed it. Said I'm not watching that shite. And but then Daisy, then watch it and love it. Daisy similarly said it is good though, Dad. You'd enjoy it. So also, it's on Netflix. What I don't have, but. Bizarrely, Daisy does have, given she can't really afford rent. Interesting, that. But, <laughs> but she, we did watch the first episode, yeah. the first two episodes, of the, and actually, that was quite good for. Have you either of you watched it? No, no, See, everyone says I should. Actually, I've got, so it is worth watching because, not least for us, it's nostalgia. It just reminds you of like 90. Um, 
when was it 98 when no when was he he did the you know did the foul yes but his whole uprising sort of it's early late 90s early noughties I think was his time but you watch it and of course it all comes flashing back noughties and it's the Spice Girls and all that stuff there's not too much it is all about football Mm. and it is quite interesting watching the vilification of him when he basically and it was quite funny because uh, they said, well, I bet you were horrible to him, weren't you, Dad? I said, well, no, actually, it was a bit like the Harry Maguire at the moment. I was thinking, absolute disgrace the way that people went for Beckham for that foul because it wasn't ascending off. It was weird, wasn't it? Fucking it was bizarre. And everybody started putting effigies up of him and stuff. You know what's strange is I can vividly remember that yeah. and the fallout, mm. but the fallout when Ronaldo got Rooney sent off. Was it Rooney? Yes. Got Rooney's out and well, winked. Ronaldo, you know, best player, still yeah. eulogised. Teammates. Teammates. Yeah. The fallout for that was quite short-lived. Yeah. The wink. Right. The famous wink. Uh, that well, the, well, I've been calling Man United the mankers ever since because they wink and... and No, I've called them wankers. What am I talking about? Because of the because wink. Because they're wankers. Yeah, and they're wankers. <laughs> and then I put <laughs> manker because I was well. childish to call lots of people But wanker. just think of the life where... I, I think no, you're right. He didn't get yeah. anything like the vilification. He didn't get anywhere close. Because he's... And I suppose, the wink. The wink that's is why, is it? Because he's Portuguese. Those sort of Leanderthals are... Well, he's Portuguese, what, what he's do done expect? what he had to to win. Well, well, and what do you expect? Whereas, you know... But I, what I did, never understood was it wasn't a setting off. And they had the guy, was it Simone? Simone, the, yeah. The, 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 the fell, apart, fell down like he'd been mm. shot. Yeah. That he just clicked. Yeah, yeah. And he said, what did you think it was sending off? He went, no, of course it wasn't a sending off. I mean, he, he just did, so of course it wasn't. It was just, you know, I just did it. But it's a lot it. more, I don't know about now, but certainly then there was a much more continental approach to do whatever you have to yeah. to get an advantage. Yeah. And that wasn't really in the English. The English no. game was... Still a little bit The more. advantages were on the pitch. It was yeah. Dennis Wise picking you up by your armpit hairs and... All, all <laughs> Who did he do that to? Everyone. <laughs> well, the one I love... Or Vinnie Jones grabbing your balls. The best one I heard about, absolutely true, because Dennis Wise, and you, if you watch it, you can see that it was against, I think it was Nicky Butt and Man United. Yeah, yeah. And it was one of these bizarre, very unusual games in those days where we won something like four or five nil. But brilliantly, um, Nicky Butt and him had sort of come together. It wasn't necessarily a foul, but you realise what happens is all of a sudden, for no reason, <laughs> Nicky Butt sort of goes to punch Dennis Wise and he gets sent off, Nicky Butt. And the reason he's gone to do it is on the way up, Dennis Wise has got right into his inner thigh and pinched him really hard. <laughs> so Nicky Butt's punched him. Yes, fun, and and if you look at right. Dennis Wise, he's got the crin of yeah. a Cheshire cat on his face. And Nicky Butt's absolutely furious. But of course, just Actually, I just Dennis now, Wise. Now we're saying it out loud, I, I, there's probably no difference between doing that and Simone's kind of. I well, actually, I didn't blame him for going down. Actually, when he got, he felt somebody kick him. Or Ronaldo. Go probably, down. Or know, Ronaldo go down. But well, the ref should look at it and go, "That's a yellow card." I, go, yeah. I'm going full circle here yeah. because I'm bitter. Jesus penalty. White yeah, yeah, yeah. That Sanchez. was brilliant. That was brilliant because that that shit. That was the one thing. <laughs> I'm hearing penalty in my head, thinking advantages, <laughs> and I thought, "Hold on, your goalkeeper." No, that did cheer me up because mm-hmm. I hadn't really noticed it. Cause I think that was the other end. But I then saw it, obviously, and I looked at it and went, fucking hell. Not even VAR. the ball, yeah. Not, Not even, even VAR. VAR. And that was that? a clear penalty. I mean, clear penalty. So that cheered me up a bit because then you'd have won. But, you know, it was great. It was, yeah, you're right. That, that was. And that's what I don't get. How was that not looked at? Because he was. Because you thought yeah. to begin with, Jesus did look like he was a diving typical. Well, if, if someone wants to take us to court for the <coughs> £2.75 in my pocket. 
you can't see a decision like that or the one between Spurs and Liverpool and not think either the people running them have got certain players in their fantasy team they've got a bet on they've got a bet for Spurs I to think score maybe first. a bet on Steve I don't want to be upset but I don't think anyone cares that much about fantasy football I'm feeling someone had Sanchez as their cap, as their goalkeeper and they was like oh no uh, well they, were, yeah, they well, tried they had, hard and he still cocked it up for them but, but in I think, you look at decisions like that it was bizarre because I hadn't as I said I didn't realise at the time but then watching it back on the telly I thought well, I'm not sure what a penalty is then if it isn't just wiping someone out. Mm. Nowhere near the ball. Yeah. But, it is, yeah. but, but they are always a bit funny about keepers, aren't they? They're always silent. But not really. to that, dude. Absolutely. And it could have hurt him because it was his head. The only thing missing was one of those Islington parents 4 by 4s because the way he just drove into him. It was just like, <laughs> absolutely. Wiped him out. It was so, so shit, Sanchez. I mean, it makes me want... Is Man- Do we still have Mendy or have we sold him as well? I was just distracted by the fact that Arsenal and Chelsea have something in common really <laughs> the keeper. difference is we have a good goal, a goalkeeper who bizarrely you're being linked with in January I'm not surprised oh, really? not I bizarrely because Chelsea I, buy I've, everyone I, the last time I saw Arsenal at Arsenal uh, Ramsdale had a blinder and I remember thinking who's that and he was really good in goal and I thought well oh, Christ that's disappointing now we've got just over a year before uh, give or take probably the next general election if Arteta was running, he'd convince you, wouldn't he? Because the way he talks like Ramsdale's his buddy, he's my, I'm, I'm just picking Rhea for now, and he's believable. No, he isn't. I don't think it's anybody. He says it with such a straight... Yeah, I wouldn't vote for him. I wouldn't want him to be I wouldn't vote for anyone. Wouldn't trust anyone is sort of like an action his man. His head, wrong. his head doesn't... He's got no facial expressions <laughs> at all. I mean, he's I did his... see on our No Clean Sheets podcast Instagram page... A picture of Arteta with the caption that even the storm hadn't messed up his hair. <laughs> it's quite impressive. Was that the one with his water spray? With the that water was good. Spray. It's, qu- it's quite impressive, isn't it? Yeah. The hair that just never Actually, moves. Actually, though, I think you're quite rude about me in that. Was it in that caption? Something about my bafflement and how upset. Oh, well, that's it. It was something about Chel- you know, beating a minnow, dropping two points, dropping a minnow's. <laughs> Chelsea Minnows. Minnows Chelsea. Feels like my line about Arsenal <laughs> back in the day. But anyway, good. So, what else are we going to talk about? We've kind of to... done very we well. We have yeah. covered the world we, We've we been have. very we've Oh, no, bets. that was it. That was it. Rich, I'm not sure we pre-warned you, oh. but we're going to talk <laughs> about... I, I did, incidentally. I had uh, somebody listening and they say, oh, Steve, you know what you have to do? You have to send your guests the itinerary you have to let them know what they're going to be asking and really? I was like what? have you met me have you well, more importantly have you listened to the podcast <laughs> we don't know the itinerary <laughs> what, what should it get so, but we do have yeah. favourite comeback the best comeback you've ever seen and we're talking I know you'll get confused with these sort of things football which <sighs> well, I confusing think selection like, of words in that sentence here's a, a bizarre one the favourite Football comeback is a match that I, I didn't see, which was in 1989 when um, Liverpool were winning and Arsenal had to come back. They had to win by two goals, and I was so convinced they weren't going to that they'd throw the season away that I was down in Cornwall somewhere and didn't even bother going to the pub to watch it. And then Mickey Thomas scored the second oh, goal. Yes, well that was a great one. I, mean, I didn't that, hang on, but they were two down in that game. No, no, they needed to win by two. Oh, it's a goal no. difference thing. It's a goal difference. It, it's stretching the comeback line a bit, but it's a, I'm not going to complain. No, yeah. that's a good one, because I do remember that, not least... Last kick of the game, essentially. Because it was 
famously, um, not a massive. The Scousers. Yeah, exactly. Funny enough, <laughs> you know why I love it. It was at Liverpool. It was at Liverpool and wasn't it Arsenal Liverpool it. that it was against? Yes, it was they were going to win the league. Had if to you win didn't. two now. No. And well, anyone, anyone taking anything from Liverpool like yeah. that, of course, yeah. I love. Yeah. So I did love it. Absolutely loved it at the time. But then also that Alan Davies podcast that was probably the precursor to all podcasts about football, oh. which was disappointingly quite funny because I did listen to it a few times. And they called it. It's it's all up for grabs now, because famously, when he scores, yeah. that's what the commentator says. He says it's all up for grabs now, and he does put a little shiver down your spine if you watch it. And of course, it's the big scenario, um, it's the big finale for that film, Nick Hornby film. Oh book. right, okay. What's it? Fever called? pitch. Fever pitch. Yeah. It's the big yeah. thing, is because it, I don't know. It's quite a good book actually. He's you a mate of Chris's, isn't he? He is a mate of Chris's, yeah. but I don't, I'd actually I quite like. Obviously, apart from his massive mistake being a goon, he quite he does capture because he's probably a similar age to me. I grew up Early in 30s. Burnham. He grew up in Maidenhead or Reading. No, Maidenhead, I think. And half my met. There's a quite a good scene in the book and the and the film where he goes to Reading. And half my mates, we either went to Chelsea at school or Reading. And half my mates went to Reading entertainingly, Phil Ashford and Widge, and we went to and I was still mad Reading sports. But he goes to Reading with his Arsenal scarf on and they're all looking at him going, why aren't you supporting the local team? And of course, Nick's quite rightly going, why, why would I? Like, we, were, yeah. we had more of an excuse because we went to Chelsea, West London, we are West, what Nick was doing, going all the way across London, no excuse. But that was a great comeback because he just, and Arsenal hadn't won it for years, had they? It was decades. Well, you know, the interesting thing about that is I would have been quite young and at the start of that season, even though I was born and bred... 10 minutes from Arsenal mm. that was the season I started supporting them okay. not because they were my local club but because I had a glory hunting cousin and uncle who supported Liverpool right. exactly and that I can remember in show. the reverse yeah. fixture <laughs> I was just so much, I was so determined to support whoever they didn't and also it's wrong <laughs> isn't it you can see the yeah. Arsenal ground yeah. and they're supporting Liverpool you think it is because they want everything and it's because they want everything so I was like whoever they're really playing yeah. And then I had this serendipity. Oh my god, this is yeah. the team is that is literally ten days. minutes on and, and I can go and watch. No, absolutely, because entertainingly, when we get called glory hunters as Chelsea supporters by London living Liverpool supporters our age, fuck off. We all know why you support Liverpool because they won everything in the seventies mm. and eighties. You're the glory hunters. You'd have to be an idiot to support Chelsea in the eighties. And a thug, shy. to be fair. Well. I would say that. Just happy go lucky, as I've said before. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's a good one, actually. That's right on the top of the, that is a very good one. Because I, and it, like we did last week with the goals, we all kind of got it with the other goals, funnily enough. Well, I also understand why they say sort of prepare your guests so yeah. that they don't steal the one that you might be going to mention. Was that the one you were going to You're such a liar. Um, actually, I didn't even know. I haven't decided yet. Shit, go on, Gary. So hold on, what is the, what's the actual your, question? It's a, your fa- a favourite. You have to have been there or just the first oh, one? You don't have to have been there, but a favourite comeback you could have been watching on the telly. I tell you, I'm going to pick one that I was at. Well, like, oh, like Rich, I didn't even bothered. Gone off. I mean, Gone the, off to have a the first, with himself. <coughs> sorry, the first one that actually came to my mind isn't the one I'm going to pick, but it was when... Man City, before the money, came back to beat Tottenham 4-3 in the FA Cup. They were 3-0 yes. down. I do remember. That was remember funny. That, one? that, was, that funny. was the first one that came to my Actually, the first one that came to my head was Newcastle coming back from 4-0 down against Arsenal at half-time. But we don't... 
Well, that's not a favourite one. That's just the first one that I thought. It's first of the worst one that you've But the Spurs one, because Man City were 3 0 down, down to 10 men, and 1 4 3. But the one I'm going to pick because I was there. Yeah, they count. 1999. It's raining, miserable. Oh, Life is Kenu. already going quite badly because I'm at Stamford Bridge. Kenu, I'm sitting there. I'd actually been in bed for a couple of weeks prior with some bug. Just and I finally made it out. And I'm going to go to the football. <laughs> 15 minutes yeah. left. You're 2-0 down. It's raining. It's miserable. And can you believe it? Oh, nice. Patrick, in about 10 minutes. In 10, 12, 15 minutes. I did, bizarre. It was mentioned on, somebody mentioned it on Sunday. It's like that fucking canoe. Well, they didn't say fucking, but they were far more better alliteration with canoe, they called him. But <laughs> they, and they said, it's just like that again. I said, no, it's not that bad. Because, you know, it was so quick at the end. And I didn't go, but I was listening to it on the car radio. It was amazing. Hitting the thing. And it was amazing. He was a great player. I had a soft spot for him. Didn't he have a heart condition or something? Yeah, he had some sort of heart issue. But that third goal, Mm. impossible angle. That was it. It was almost from the corner. Almost from, yeah. yeah, Just. No, that's good. Because even though it was against us, I was sort of Incredible, though. Incredible to turn it around. That was great. But he was a scorer of great goals. Yeah. And then I saw... So what was that? That was 99. So what's that? 24, 24 yeah. years, 24 years ago. ago. Wow, that's terrifying, How isn't it? How worrying is that? Shit. Yeah. But the well, short-term memory's obviously blown, Steve. Yeah. It's just the old stuff. Don't go around. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm so glad you didn't say Sunday, because well, that's a shite comeback. Well, I, you know, I messaged my mates who have got this Arsenal WhatsApp group, as you would expect. Yeah. And at 2 nil down, because the weather was turning, I was like, you know what, this has got all the makings for a 3-2 but we Canoe. don't have a carnage. And then it Canoe. went 2 2, and I was messaging it's going to happen. Yeah. I even predicted Saliba to score after the yeah. robbed of the penalty. I thought Saliba's going to bang in. That. And then no, but 2 2. No. But the, the, the 3 2. No, that was. But I do remember him going, fucking hell, that was outrageous. And good, though. I mean, I get even as the receiving receiver, as they say. I, uh, I would say I enjoyed it but I could see that it was that goal it's just the rain and was, he yeah. took the shot and it looked like the ball wasn't going to go across the line because the rain had turned the pitch in, so, and I was just like oh it's not going to and then it just trickles in and you're nice. like so I'm not going to say it doesn't really count because you don't really come back from 1-0 but we played a game and the, as you'll be surprised to hear the details will be sketchy because I was there we were quite confused it was it was a it was either a quarterfinal or semi-final. I think it might have been the Cup Winners' Cup. Pretty sure it was Vincenza. And this, and what was astonishing was we were like 2-0 down, second leg. We were going out. We might even have been with the first leg, 3-0 down. So all this, how sketchy this is. I should have actually looked this up properly. But what happened was, at half-time, someone came on the pitch. Well, I think it was one of the coaches starts warming the, the the crowd up like just kind of pump us up and Mark Hughes remember Mark Hughes had a kind of final hurrah at Chelsea after all those years at Man United mm. and he came on and of course he was like, he was he was used to winning things and being successful not like Chelsea back then and he came on so this will be probably 98 and he came on and quite early on in the second half he scores this Get this right. He scored a screamer 
from like outside the Peltier and all of a sudden you know when you get a collective belief comes back from a mm, lot but basically right. we're going to fuck this up again and goes, <laughs> I was with Scott Scott was utterly arsehole my big brother and all of a sudden you see this crowd flip from why do we bother we're going to lose again Chelsea hadn't won anything at that point and then all of a sudden it, all the belief came out and you watch a team and a crowd and we just nicked it off them and Scott was apoplectic which I think I mentioned before because some one of their players had like gloves on and he was <laughs> furious that that was unacceptable so it was and, and they got and that's it I think they got sent off that was it the player he had been berating right. for the entire game for his then hands. got sent off we won the comedy and the sort of comedy hugging and you just think it's why you go to football isn't it it's that sort of you're down and out and then out of the blue something happens but Sparky, as the, they call yeah. him, Mark Hughes, yeah. delivered. And you think, that was great. And now, since then, we've had so much more success and the sort of beliefs, not unusual for us to do something like that. But then, we never did shit like that. Oh, having said that, we did once come back, I think two, three nil down against Nottingham Forest with Brian Clough. And we were all there, 18, 19, really hung over. Two or three down, half time, felt a bit sick. Thought maybe I'd have to go to the toilet. And then we came back, and of course, the reason I remember it is the entire. Then I was in the shed end. It was quite unusual for me. I like to be with the casuals next to the waste balls. In the shed end, we started chanting, "Cluffy, Cluffy, what's the score?" <laughs> and of course, he just flicked the visa at us because, of course, that's Brian Clough, yeah. <laughs> properly engaged. Legend. The kind of legend. characters that are missed, it, miss, missing today. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, paid attention. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. He's not. He always looks like he's going to get booked. Arteta. Yeah, he always looks a little bit. Actually, look, let's give a shout out to Harry. We didn't ask him. He did tell us he was going to not be here early. Uh, yeah. Champions League final, we get it. Oh, one on penalties. Congratulations. Came back. Three yeah, that, I mean, yeah, that was obvious. I mean, I assume that's what he would pick. He has. You know what? Because he sort of mentioned that. No, you're right. He would have had to come up with that. I mean, I remember watching that in. I mean, he may have completely. He's got one of these memories that would have come up with something with completely something. different. Something that might not be true. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> I assume it's got to be the Champions League final, hasn't it? But what's funny about that? That was funny that game, that because that was of course this first year we'd won the Premiership for fifty years or something ridiculous. And I watched that game in Cardiff in this massive sports bar as I was working in Cardiff, and it of course for some strange reason loads of well, but again, Laurie Hunter Welshies love Liverpool. Let's suppose they're quite close up north. Anyway. They were all going mental. And there was me and a few other, I think one of them was a Man United sport. We were all sitting there watching it, and they were like three down. We were going, this is great, isn't it? We're really enjoying ourselves while everyone else was blubbing into their beer. And then, of course, they came back. We all looked at them and said, I feel a bit sick. Because, they, I mean, it was a great comeback to win the league. Was it Istanbul, wasn't it? Bloody miracle. Yeah, I can't Bloody imagine Istanbul. he was going to pick the FA Cup final in Cardiff when they beat Arsenal, having got spanked, and Michael Owen suddenly turned up. It, I don't think he would have picked that over he a Champions League final, but just in case, Harry, you've had a mention. Um, <laughs> we haven't checked the score yet, but hopefully Liverpool are losing. Well, no, um, they won't be playing yet. It's only six. Yeah, but it's the cheap competition, isn't it? Don't they kick oh, off do they kick off early, even if they're six, in their, this country? Um, don't they just like to try and get it out of the way so no one has to watch? Save us all the hassle. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah, it's yeah. Well, I'm going to try. So, have just... you got a question for next week as well? That was a good question, but now yeah. you've set yourself a, a hard... Um... The, the comeback question. Yeah. Um, let's be honest, there's no, there's no shortage of great footballing questions. 
So and I was almost about to answer that and tell yeah. you what it was and then realised two things. One, no, we don't. <laughs> and two, even if I did make one up, why spoil the surprise? Yeah, no, the surprise is good. Yeah, I agree. Okay. Good. Regular, I'm glad I had an answer. Yeah, I'm so impressed with myself. I was thought, let's try and phone Harry in a pub. Then realised I couldn't find his number. Is it worth trying to phone him? Do you think, even if I if I can find his number? <laughs> um, Is it worth? I mean, what? I mean, imagine. Let's actually see if I get a number. You want to see what now. state he's in? Yeah, just okay. Let's see. Uh, we must stress this is a complete experiment. Yeah, you won't be shocked to hear. That. I don't think. I mean, I don't think this is going to work. Please check the number. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! What a surprise! Yeah. Harry's burner has been. <laughs> Harry's burner's been changed. <laughs> when did I get that number? Not long ago. <laughs> Superb. Oh. Uh, Very good. I right. like, yeah, on, that, on that surprise, but not a surprise result. Oh, Thank you very much, gentlemen. Yeah. Steve. One last reminder, No Clean Sheets podcast. We're going to put out. a vote up about the length of this pod because we feel that that is something that we need to talk about. We want to know, would, would you like it longer Shorter, such smart. Wider, <laughs> wider. Could it be any wider? I don't think it could be any wider, but it could, or just keep it yeah. in its same perfectly formed shape that it is now. And that's so. We have the other question as well. Um, any club in the top four divisions of English football, minus the FC, obviously, who start and finish with the same letter. DM us. Get in touch on Instagram, and the winner will get nice. Nothing. Oh. No, they get to come. They get to come. Oh, we might invite them onto on the, the pod. Yeah, rich, <laughs> you disgusting pervert. <laughs> Gentlemen, lovely to see you. I've been a day late, but better than never. Next Always week. a pleasure. Take care. Nice one.